This is the Chord Buddy Podcast with Chord Buddy inventor Travis Perry. Learn to play the guitar in seconds with Chord Buddy. Find out more at ChordBuddy.com. C-H-O-R-D Buddy.com. And now, the Chord Buddy Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. It is Chord Buddies, episode number 40. It's the podcast you've been waiting for. I, well, maybe you... I don't... Have they been waiting for this? I don't think so. Okay. It's just a podcast. <laughs> Chord Buddy is the world's best way to learn to play guitar. You can learn to play guitar literally in seconds with Chord Buddy. Now, please welcome the inventor of Chord Buddy, as seen on Shark Tank, Travis Perry. Hold the applause. Hold the applause. Thank you for holding the applause. Indeed. Okay, so we have a young lady here that we talked about last week. Lillian Glanton is here. She is the founder of the Muscle Shoals Songwriters Festival. That's it. I'm here in the flesh. Hello. Thank you guys for speaking about me. Last you, we week. were we were talking. Were your ears burning? <laughs> I know. My have head, you ever heard that phrase? I, my head was just blowing up as <laughs> yeah. I was listening to it. So you guys are so kind. Hey, well, welcome to Southeast Alabama. Yeah, I've enjoyed my time here. Have you been this way before? No, I just, in passing, going to the beach. You know, we just fly right past us. I was going to so. say, you had to come through here if yes. you're going to the beach. Yes. Okay. So it's cool having you here. And so you're just checking out the place? Yeah, just checking it out. Wanted to come see Cord Buddy and see what you guys are doing and see your facility. And when I met Travis at, in Muscle Shoals for the festival, I just instantly fell in love with him. And I was like, I want to learn more about what you're doing and of course, I'd known him from Shark Tank and known all of the, of the success that he's had, but I really wanted to come see the behind the scenes. So it's been really fun to to witness that. Awesome. Okay. So what are we talking about today, Travis? We got so well, much. Well, I wanted I wanted Lillian to tell us a little bit about. Here's something that she didn't say. Mm-hmm. She was an American Idol finalist. Oh wow! I was yes. Were you seen on TV? Yes, I was. Made what? it to Hollywood. What year was it? Made it, <laughs> it to Hollywood. Twenty sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So what was that like? It was amazing. You know, I um, grew up playing guitar and writing songs ever since I was a little girl. And uh, how, the, how little? I'm about seven or eight years old. Really? With yeah. a guitar? Yes, with a guitar. And I'd write songs. And, you know, Taylor Swift and Shania Twain and Miranda Lambert, all of those girls, I'd see them on my t- television on the yeah. weekends. You know, and I was like, I want to do what they're doing. And when I was 15, my parents really encouraged me to try out for American Idol, which it was advertised as their last season, which was really interesting. And I was really? like, oh, I've got to do it. And I'm 15. <laughs> yeah, they had advertised now, it as was, their last season. Who was on there? So it was Keith Urban, Jennifer Lopez, and Harry Connick Jr. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So from a very young age, when you first picked up a guitar, like how old? Probably picked up a guitar when I was seven. Who yeah. inspired that? Definitely my mom. She actually... Highly encouraged both my brother and I to play guitar, which mm-hmm. he was six years old at the time. And yeah. my mother is a great singer. Yeah, great singer, <laughs> great, you know, great singer, great songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just, when she was a kid, I think she kind of regretted not ever playing an instrument. She didn't mm-hmm. know how to play an instrument. And so she really encourages us. We may have to get her a chord yeah, buddy. Well, I think I'm we're going to have to get her a chord buddy. For yeah. real, though, I'm going to take one home. How about that? How did you end up with a guitar in the house? She just bought us, bought us a little, a little guitar. And honestly, if we would have had chord buddies back in the day, man, that would have made things so much easier. It, it matters when there's a musical instrument in the house. We grew yeah. up with a piano in the house, and so you yeah. grow up with some sort of instrument in the house. It's just there. Yeah. yeah. It, so it's it's one of those things that uh, kids gravitate to. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we always had an electric guitar or just a guitar laying around the house for the most part. And um, we took lessons from a guy down the street named Shelly Posey. And I, I fell in love with it. And then I really started to decide, okay, if I want to do this, I need to write my own material because that's what everybody else is doing. Right. Um, and that's what made you stand out is writing your own songs and having your own sound. And when I was 15, I tried out for American Idol and made it to Hollywood. And all of a sudden, I unfortunately got let go from the show. Um, and I'd come back home to this little town in Alabama, Muscle Shoals, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. I was known as this kid who was just on American Idol. And I kind of took that title and ran with it for a couple of years. I got a band together with some kids I went to high school with. And mm-hmm. we were Lillian Glanton and the Elk River Boys, and we played every fair mm-hmm. and festival that we could. So, hey, that's how you do it. I mean, the, in yeah, the beginning, you yeah. offer, and in some cases, you offer to play for free just oh, so yeah, you can get 100%. out there. percent. Yeah, if I could yeah. play for sweet tea and a piece of pizza, I'd do right. it. You know, I just wanted to play. Hey, we like her. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's that's cool. So, and but how how long did it take you to really learn to play well? Really learn to play well. Every single day I stuck with it, probably about six months, I would say. So you really, you found it, picked it up, and didn't put it down. Oh, no, I did not put it down. But I remember my fingers hurt so bad. I mean, they were just bruised, and the calluses were still forming. My hands are so tiny, and it was very... Very hard, and I almost gave up several times. I really did. Classic example of what you've talked about a lot of times, yeah, Travis. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that that's interesting and that I you just, a lot thank because God a lot of people hit that threshold and they go back the other way. Yeah, and, she's one of she's you know statistically seven out of ten quit. So she's yeah. one of the three that didn't quit. Yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, and I think it was too because I was so young. I soaked everything in like a sponge. I know they say the older you get, the harder it gets. Right. You know. Right. And and I think that helped out a lot. But it was very difficult. I'm not going to lie. It was extremely difficult. Wow. Um, but do, do you remember the day though that it got, or did it get easier? And you all of a sudden said, "Okay, I like this, and I'm sticking with this." I'll never forget it. I was um I was in a guitar lesson. And I played White Liar by Miranda Lambert. Wow. All the way through, and I sang it. Hey, White Liar. You know, and I just was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I just played my first song on guitar, <laughs> and I was hooked, man. I could not put it could not put it down. You mentioned you mentioned Miranda. You mentioned Shania and, some, and maybe Carrie, some of those. Mm-hmm. You really had some great role models to follow oh, coming 100%. up. Oh, 100%. You know, the 90s country, early 2000s country, all of those women – they were just kick tail women, you know, and, and also all of the men, too. But that 90s, 2000s country, everybody, and they still to this day do, but they just made such a statement and an impact on me personally. And I just, it it was somebody that I could look up to, all of those And women. it's easier because you could point at the TV, at CMT, for example, and go, oh, God, I want to be like her. Oh, yeah, you just you see them with the band and the guitar and the songs and the tour, and you're like, that. that's what I want to be when I grow up. And for a moment, I, I started to become that as a 16-year-old girl. I was traveling and touring and playing with a band and making money on the road, and I was like, this is really fun. But the one thing that I stopped doing was picking up my guitar and writing songs, which is why I got into the music business in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you first start out in the music business as an artist, you're playing a lot of covers, 
You're, mm-hmm. you're playing a lot of gigs that maybe only no, nobody's listening half the time. You know, it, it takes a long time to really start that fire. So I took a step back from the artist side of things, and I said, you know what, I'm going to write songs. And that's when I discovered songwriter festivals because I could go enter into a songwriter's festival play for free, play four or five of my original songs, and people were there to listen to the stories behind the songs, and that's where I really got hooked. And then, and you're playing for some, some in some cases, some writers that are really prolific, oh, really man. good. and then you wind up getting in the rooms, you know, with Mark Nessler and Clint Daniels and Lance yeah. Carpenter and all these guys, and, and you're just like, wow, this is a different level that I can chase we for met sure. Mark Nestler a number of years ago. He wrote yeah. Just to See You Smile for Tim McGraw, and he was one of the nicest guys. And it was so cool to hear how he wrote the song and then what became of the song. So it was kind of a before and after story, and the rest is, is kind of history. There you go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he just played in the festival um, a couple of weeks ago. He's, wow. He's such a great yeah. friend. but. Yeah, I really fell in love with songwriters festivals, and then I'd come back home to the Shoals and wonder why we didn't have one, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what sparked the Muscle Shoals it Songwriters d- Festival. Holy cow! How long has it been? Because it seems like such a natural for Muscle Shoals. Oh yeah, we actually had one back in two thousand two, I believe. It was mm-hmm. called Song Fest, and they did it for one year, and they never did it again. And then who did know, that I, one? was actually Rodney Hall, I believe, of Fame Recording Studios, and it was a bunch of people in the in the city kind of coming together. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing is back in 2002, you couldn't, as far as posting on Facebook and getting the word out on social media, that was hardly right. yeah. even possible. You know, yeah. so in today's world, you can grow a brand, a business, a musical event through social media, which is how yeah. I started the festival. That's yeah. cool. That had to be cool as a young lady to sit down in front of some really gifted writers and they get to hear your stuff and you get to hear their stuff. Oh, man, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what sparked that. And I have a, a love for event planning, marketing, you know, and a love for bringing people together, both music lovers and songwriters. I think there's there's nothing more magical than that. You know, I was a program director in broadcasting, and so I compared it to being a wedding planner. And if you can, if you can keep the bride happy, you you win. Yeah. So because the bride can be pretty tough. So so do you, do you compare organizing something like that? Is it something <laughs> yeah, like that? Yeah, you got to keep because so many happy. things. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many things that go in into that. I mean, and Travis, you can speak on this too because you've had your own festival at one point, but. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many different facets to the event to make sure everybody has a good time because at the end of the day, you know, we're we're trying to create an experience for people, and music is that experience. So how can we do that to the best of our ability? I, I just want people to buy a ticket and leave with a smile on their face. That's awesome. Know, and yeah. That's what it's all about. So, Travis, when do you start? Is she going to be starting in the warehouse? What is she going to do? Is she going to be moving stuff <laughs> around back there? Take your old job, unloading <laughs> guitar. Heck yeah. <laughs> David's such a great friend, and we had a, a load of guitars get here a few months ago. And uh, I called Dave and said, Dave, man, I hate to ask, will you come help us unload guitars? And he was, <laughs> that he was here. That is so nice. <laughs> so, so, when do you start? I know. Hey, let's start today. I'll probably have to change my shoes and get a nah, person to help me. Nah. Help me. Nah, well, your work boots. You got yeah, yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll be fine. Your, we'll get you some gloves. Work boots. Work boots. Thank you. Thank you. 
All right. So, all right. So that's, it's awesome. It's fascinating to hear your story from kind of, kind of like Travis. It kind of started with a TV show where you kind of became known in your own community. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too, with, I think both you and I, Travis, as far as being on the same page of, of the business side now, we still get to flex that creative muscle Mm -hmm. on the business side. Which is something I had a guy ask me the other the other day. He was like, "Well, Lillian, because you're starting a festival and you're you're kind of on the logistic side of this, do you write songs as much as you used to?" And I said, "You know what? I still write songs, mm-hmm. but I get just I have just as much fun and flex that creative muscle just as much when I'm planning this festival. And I think that's." really where business and creativity collides and it's a really fun thing yeah and and part of that too is because you're creating a festival for people who like-minded like you yes that love the same things you do yeah yeah absolutely that's cool yeah I, and i've said this for years because i've been making a living in the music business basically all my life oh, wow. and it it should actually be called the business of music you know, yeah. it really it, should. To make a living, you have to you have to treat it as a business. Yep. Hence, why there's a lot of artists that have to have managers. You know, that's why managers came because, for whatever reasons, sometimes artists aren't the best managers of their own careers. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and right. some are and some aren't. You know. But, yeah. Uh, but it's people say you're in the music business. I said, well, you should call it the business. Of music, because yeah, it's not a, just about the music. No, maybe even ten percent is the music. The <laughs> rest is the business and right. the branding and the network. And, and a lot of people, in fact, most people don't realize that going in. Yeah. You know, they they because well, they're just artists. The they're just artists. Yes, you know? it's like oh, if the music's great, somebody will hear it. You know, somebody. You know, but you've got you've got to get it out there and market right. it and market yourself. And it's a lot of different. And you have venues and that that you've got to get hired in because you can have the best song in the world if nobody hears it. Right. You know? yeah. yeah. If a tree falls in the right. forest, yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Have you ever tried another instrument like a ukulele? I never picked up another instrument. It I seems... tried to learn how to play piano, but just guitar. I just loved what, and I'm I have that personality. I kind of have an obsessive personality of once I get really really good at something, mm-hmm. it's like I'll go to the same restaurant and I'll yeah. order the same thing at every restaurant. Yeah, you know, right? So when I started playing guitar and I got good at it, I said. This is it. I, I'm not going to yeah. expand, you know. Well, but I'm going to take Dave's segue there. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What you this got is, there? This is Travis. I think this is Travis's favorite <laughs> new hobby is this ukulele. It's so small, you so can I'm take it anywhere. On, on live. Uh, so this is the, the package that we have. That is 119. So that is, that's what it would look like out of the box. Yeah. So what do you what do you get? Let me get back to my microphone so the podcast can hear us. So you get the ukulele, you get the uke buddy, you get the tuner that is our patented tuner that warns you if you're going to break a string. You get video lessons that you can access from our website or from downloading our uke buddy app right to your smart device. You get this booklet which is follows the video lessons hand in hand with that and then you get a big songbook with all of these songs on it over about a hundred songs oh wow. wow okay and so Lillian is going to play it for it you 
Yeah. All right, okay. Guys, it looks this is like the first time thing now. It looks like there are less buttons. There are. Uh, with this one, okay. So let me explain something about ukulele and the chord. The the chord C only requires one finger to make. Hmm. So you don't need a tab for that. So right. but what we do provide is a blue dot that you put on the bottom string third fret. Where you'll place your finger. Okay. Now, the other two chords require more than one finger, so they do have... Okay, so are you saying Lillian is going to start playing right here? Have you ever picked one of these up before? No. Okay. So this is going to be interesting, but obviously I'm looking at it now, and I see the blue, and I see the red, and the green. So, can you do, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes? Great, because I want to sing along. Okay, so here's the blue... Red and green. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Let's try this out. Mm, She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. When she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. When she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain. She'll be coming round the mountain. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. What about wow? Wow. Wow. And she's never played the ukulele in her Guys, life. This is well, the and she was looking at the book the whole time. Yeah. I would have I've, how were you not looking at your Left hand. That's well, amazing. she asked, before she started playing, I saw her do a little run through. There. Yeah, I right, did a little right. run through, and I'm pressing the buttons, and then in my mind, as I'm playing, I can see okay, blue. I know that's here on this finger. Yeah. Red and green. How about wow. that? That's awesome. I, I can do this, guys. You can do this. Yeah. This is little known fact. Travis wrote, "She'll be coming around the mountain." That's a very, okay. that's a very, very little known fact. In fact, it's so little known, I didn't know it. Dave. I didn't graduate. I didn't know that either. Know that either you just wait by the mailbox; the checks will start coming. That's awesome, though. That's fun, and that is how quickly. That's why you always say you can learn to play guitar in seconds. Yes, and you can throw this in a backpack and take it to a campfire this fall, this winter. You can take you know, it to a Thanksgiving holiday and play it for your friends and family and show them, hey, look, I know how to do this. That's right. I it's think awesome. that's what Travis likes about it. It's so small, you can really take it anywhere. Yeah. Well, and for for one nineteen, mm-hmm. and that includes shipping this Christmas, you've got everything you need. Everything. And it looks like a toy. It's not a toy. This oh, is no. a quality musical instrument. Oh, yeah. The thing about ukulele is it's just fun. It's hard not to play a ukulele and not smile. I mean, it's a fun instrument. Yeah. Guitar yeah. can take a little work and can get a little frustrating at times, but ukulele is not that way. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, awesome. so Lillian, it has been so much fun watching this happen and hearing your story this morning. Yes, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited and I'm going to buy me a Ute buddy. <laughs> so I go home with it. Hey, so what's, what's, what's next for you? As far as instruments? Or anything. Or what, the, the festival. Oh, I'm as sure far as just that, life in general and business. Right. And um, yeah, I think what's next for, for me personally is just trying to make the Muscle Shoals Songwriters Festival the best it can be. We've also got a um, three-day songwriter conference called the Shoals Songwriter Workshop. And that was our first year this year. And it was really fun. Um, it was a big hit. And... So just making it the best it can be, making people smile, bringing songwriters and music lovers together, that's 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 the plan. And well, it happens it only happens once a year, but you're probably working on it year round. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and she ends. graduates. 
Oh, and I do. I graduate from college in December with a music business and marketing degree, and I'm super excited about that. Roar wow. Lines. Yeah, I go to University nice. of North Alabama. So that's really exciting. So you're going to use her in the warehouse, are you? <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to come back she's to Dothan after I graduate, ladder, so, uh, <laughs> and I will help you all do whatever you need. That's awesome. Okay, so listen, it's been so much fun seeing this process and watching you uh, just a few minutes ago, you'd never held a ukulele. Amazing! I, I'm uh, wow. I'm amazed at how simple, how easy it is. It's 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 amazing. All right, Travis. Anything else you want to add? This has I, been. I, I think we've done it all, man. I, I think I, we have covered the bases. We have a new friend. All right, so Lillian, thank you so much. This is uh, it's been so much fun watching this process and hearing your story. Of course, you can find out more about Cord Buddy at cordbuddy.com, c h o r d buddy.com. You have the interactive page which is called Striking a Chord, and then you also have the Cord Buddy both on Facebook. Our, our fan page. Yes. All right, so if you want more information, check it out at cordbuddy.com. Anything else, Travis? Be kind to someone today. Of course. That's, can you believe episode number 40? Great. Let's All keep right. it going. To contact Cord Buddy or stay in touch, look for us on Facebook at The Cord Buddy. And find our Facebook group. It's called Striking a Chord. Find tons of information and all of our products online at cordbuddy.com. That's C-H-O-R-D buddy.com. Listen next time for the Cord Buddy Podcast with Travis Berry. The Cord Buddy Podcast is available on over 30 popular podcast platforms. Find out more at cordbuddy.com or Facebook or Instagram at The Cord Buddy.